Hello there, everybody, and welcome to the Heat Army podcast. Uh, what a couple of weeks we've had. Uh, apologies that we weren't on last Thursday, first of all. Uh, I had to take my mum to hospital for an x-ray, an unusual time, nine o'clock at night. And wouldn't you know, we got there, they had no record of it. So it was a wasted night as well for us. Um, but we're here tonight and uh, we're going to make up for it. We've got um, Paul Blackett's joining us as well later on. So it'd be great to talk to him. He's in a good run of form at the minute, um, getting his chance in a starting lineup and scoring goals. And also as well, we're going to be joined by Mark Rovers. He's going to speak to us uh, very, very shortly just about recent things, what's going on at Gateshead, because it's... See, there's, there's nothing bad to talk about at the minute, and that's very strange as a football fan. But uh, Mickey, it, it, uh, season's <laughs> greetings as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Mickey, just uh, it will quickly touch a little bit on the, the last two games. But wow, <laughs> what was was it? Farsley then followed up by that performance on Saturday. That's, yes, that's as good as. Performance I've seen against league leaders by a Gator team in a long time. Yeah, and, um, and Spain was missing as well. I know that was. Oh, we'll get into that when we speak to Mark very shortly. I'll quickly go through. It is a fully interactive podcast. If you haven't been with us before, you can send any messages like this. Mark Fraser's put up the heed. We've got a friend of the show, Charles Woff. Good evening, boys, who took an amazing photo as well of uh, the lads after scoring goals on Saturday. Uh, follow them on social media. See them. They are some beautiful uh, photos. And uh, beating top of the league was amazing. It certainly was. Mason Ford. And we've got the the yeah. lovely the lovely and charming James Rushmore. Uh, is put, evening. Hope you uh, both keep me safe and well. We certainly are. Oh, and, uh, well, Joe has put, am I living a dream? Well, Joe, you are living a dream. And it's about to get better because Mark Gurubas <laughs> is about to join us here on the Heat Army podcast. Hello, <laughs> Mark, What are you doing? Did, did you not get the memo about Christmas jumpers? What's that about? I, I know. Um, as I say, no. oh, one second, one second. I can't, I can't liven up the stream. And I did have a complaint about this because, oh, Mickey has got one on. I haven't, but I can put the lights on because uh, Kevin Scott's granny was wondering where the lights were on the chair. She said it was the highlight of the show. And I remember, <laughs> I remember to put them on. Um, so there we go. Uh, Dave, I'm not being funny, but if lights on the back of the chair are the highlights of the show, and you're doing something wrong. Oh. I didn't want to see it. Well, I was deeply offended, but um, you know, <laughs> you've got to please what audience you've got. So, then, <laughs> Mark, it's hard to keep talking all the time about being positive. I mean, it's nice, but it's not the norm, is it, uh, amongst any football club? But at the minute, things are just—we are living a dream, as Jules said. There, it things are very, very positive, and dare I say, things outside of football could be the only things that could maybe hamper things. Well, look, this isn't, you know, it's not an accident why this has happened. This is down to, to careful planning. It's, you know, thorough research of players coming in. It's it's working hard to get that cohesion between the players. I think it was after the York game, I spoke to Mike Williamson and, and said, you know, you, it's a small squad, let's be honest. You know, you can see that. But it's a squad that the, the management team clearly trusts massively. Um, and that's got to go two ways. And clearly every member of that squad trust the management team because they get trapped in the right way, they get looked after, um, decisions are explained to them. It's it's I think what you're seeing now is is I was gonna say months, but it's probably years of hard work since Mike Williamson and uh, in in Watson came in. Uh, it's something that I think they've they've fostered for a couple of years to get to this point. So it's not just what's gone on over the, the last sort of four months of this season. It's what's gone on over just over two years now. Yeah, it's a, it's a combination of things. I mean, we spoke probably at length, I think, all of us in, in private and on, on, on the podcast about that, the, the homework they've done in the, the, the personalities that they've brought in as well. These, you know, these are driven young men that are battling for each other. And, you know, thankfully, everything's, there's a good cohesion there. They're all good friends that all support each other. And we're seeing that on social media and on the pitch. I mean, we just mentioned Charles Woff's photos there. You could see the togetherness in the photos, you know, and it's... It's something special, but as you say, hard work has made that. I think what you're saying is a group of players that have got something to prove, and there's a lot of players in that squad that have uh, recently been, you know, released by pro clubs or the lads who've come in on loan are trying to get themselves in the picture in the first team and in their parent clubs. Um, but you look at the likes of Dan Ward. I mean, I think Dan, by his own admission, probably didn't have the season he thought he would have last year, and it didn't quite happen for him. Um, well, eventually it didn't happen for anyone, did it? Because it got curtailed. But, but then you look at, uh, at what he's done this year. 
and he's, he's become a cent- an essential part of that team. Owen Bailey, I thought was a great sign. I said this to you at the time, Dave, that Owen's versatility, his mentality, his personality, they would all fit in at Gateshead. Um, and he's just, for me, Saturday is the culmination of uh, an upward trend in his performances. Um, yeah. He's a little bit different to other people in midfield. I think there's only maybe maybe Jack Hunter who, who does a similar job of that, that disciplined role in front of the back four. Although you've seen as I wouldn't do, Jack has slotted in at centre-back quite nicely uh, in recent weeks as well. So, yes, it is a small squad. I'll go back to that. But it's also a squad where there's a lot of versatility in there. There's a lot of players who can do a number of roles. Uh, and I think that's helping. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next month or so because it is a, a crucial part of the season, you know, the, the kind of Christmas period and the early New Year. Um, there's a lot of big games coming up, including local derbies. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next two weeks in particular. Certainly is. And, and Mickey, we, we spoke before the game when we seen the team sheet. We, we essentially had maybe, you would say, the backbone of the side, the the, the player manager, the you know the captain, captain and the lead goal scorer missing. But, you know, when Mark mentioned the versatility there. We looked like we weren't missing anybody on Saturday. It's, it's testament to them lads, like Mark said. They just stepped in and Paul Black had to come in and scored goals. Um, Jack Hunt has come back into the team will look solid playing at centre-half and Dan Ward just stepped up the Ollie's role didn't he I mean they are, they are no mugs they are absolutely no mugs and they're 2-0 flat as them I mean in the, in the second half they did they did change things we we, we... I mean, any, anyone would see that they would have to change things. They couldn't go on the way it was in the first half. They did make life a lot harder. They didn't really cut out many cast iron chances, but they made life difficult for us. But the damage was already done in that first 45 minutes. Well, how many times have we done that, though? Yeah. We've done it all season. I mean, we've got early goals and got twos and three nils up at half time. Mm. And that's testimony. I mean, let's go back a few years when Neil Aspen was in charge. We used to, Neil Aspen was a, a lovely bloke off the field, but his interviews were, were pretty boring, to be fair. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you, you censored yourself there. Uh, <laughs> and and you, you went to games and you were thinking, oh, God. But Mike Williamson, it's, it's like, I don't know, how can I say this? It's like, it's like Gary Mills, but a bit more intellectual. Because, yeah. He talks about the process, but he always talks about us. Mm-hmm. You know, when you listen to the interviews, that gives fans the hope. So what he's saying to the players, it must be lifting the players because they're they are definitely responding to the to to Mike, Louis and Busted and it's an absolute joy to watch. It is. And Mark, I mean we're gonna be speaking to Paul Blackett and we'll be able to find out more from him, but Obviously, Paul's been on the peripheral most of the season. He's had a you know bit part player come on and you know carry on the good work the team's done in in the earlier on the ninety minutes, but he's had to bide his time. He's obviously been I'm I'm not going to say he's happy. I don't know. We'll find out. But you know he's been playing his part as the unit of the team. Now he's got in there and he's taken his chance, and that just shows you the man management must be well behind the scenes because it is a small squad and. You know, if you've got that amount of players, they'd be expecting to play when it is a small squad. I don't think there's ever been any doubt about Paul's talent. You know, he's he's or his mentality for that. You know, he's went out on loan. He went to Whitby, did very well. He went to Spartans and did very well. Um, and and you look now and you just think. I, I thought when he came on against Charlton, he did really well as well against a a, a good quality opposition, obviously League One opposition. He, he's got a knack of getting key goals. Um, he kind of. You look at him; he must be a nightmare to defend against because he just doesn't give defenders a minute. He's like a like a terrier, isn't he? He's like a uh, uh, I do the Jack Russell. You kind of get him over when he's got the ball. He, you know, yeah, he reminds me of Wayne Edgecombe if you can remember him. Yeah, it uh, holds. You see, I mean, we see a, a similar type of rule, but maybe a little bit deeper from Campbell, where he can hold the ball up and distribute it, whereas it keeps the, the player going, whereas Paul can be up there by himself, hold it up and wait for people to get around him. So it's a, it's a different string to the bow of the attack. So it brings in, you know, uh, something different that we need, uh, say, if you need to change it up in a game if you're chasing a goal. Well, I think when you look at the the attack and players, the Gator have now got multiple threats. And I think in the past, we've, we've sort of, certainly last season, possibly a season before, where you've been looking, if it didn't happen for one player, 
it would be difficult to see where goals will come from. But now, I mean, you look at the the win at um, oh, where was it last week? The the four three at Fosley, yeah. You know, all four of them scored. Like, when was the last time? Gateshead had four different strikers scoring the same game. It's, when when as yeah. many teams have that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, what exactly. yeah. The, the, you know, you you look at the, and again, I keep using that word mentality, but you look back to the that four three. Now at three one down, I think against most teams, Farsley would have thought that's game over now. But I, I think with Gateshead now, there's a little bit of a fear factor creeping in that people know they've got to go until the ninetieth minute or the ninety third, fourth, fifth, whatever minute, because. They just won't let things go, you know. I think we could say we've probably seen teams in the past where if they've been three one down away at Fosley with however long left, it would have been that's it, game's gone, let's focus on what's next. But there's something very, very different <clears throat> about this Gateshead team. And I was talking to someone yesterday about it, and I was saying I've seen some good dressing rooms in my time in in in, in non-league football and working in non-league football, but I haven't seen too many as close as this. Like you said earlier, Dave, they all get on, you know, they're all pulling the same direction, and to, to use a cliche, but it's working. And I think, again, I'll go back to, and I must apologise because Mickey mentioned him, but I didn't mention Louis Story, but well, you look at the impact, the impact he's made, not not just on the pitch where he's been brilliant, but off the pitch as well. He's, he's bought into the culture that Mike and Busted had in place and Chris Bell as well. You know, it's a strong management team that have put a, a system in place and a um, a process in place, as he said, where the players have bought into it, and everyone's just, as I say, pulled in the same direction. Yeah, it's it's just it's just been a joy to watch. And John Laverick makes a good uh, uh, comment here. He's put understated what Blackley gives to the team off the ball, stretching them, intelligent forward play, and. Obviously, everyone follows the ball, but I'm sure if you you sit and just watch one player, you, you'll see his movement where he is going across from side to side of the pitch because it isn't just one way the ball goes up to the top of Gateshead. We're, we're trying to probe and find pockets to put the ball into, whether it's into the channel or crossed into the box. You've got to have your forwards moving, and, and that's what Paul Blackett was doing when he was playing on Saturday. Were, were you going to show the goals now, Dave? Are you showing them when, when he's on? I can put I can uh, put them on, but uh, we can put them on. We'll talk about them again when uh, Paul comes on. What, what I was going to say is, if if you watch Paul's run for the for his goal on Saturday, it's it's an oh, intelligent yeah. run because he he runs on the blind side of the defender. Now I did say that at first sight, and I'll maybe say it back here that I wasn't sure if he was edging towards being offside. But you've got to play on the on the last man. You've got to play within that sort of fine margin and. I just thought his run was exceptional. You know, probably didn't get a lot of credit. Great ball as well from Dan Ward, by the way. He did but, it in the in the, I think it's with the it's either the first or second of attack of the game. He was on the shoulder of the captain Gareth Dean, and he there was only ever going to be one winner in that foot race. And from then on, Brackley, well, especially the two centre backs, tried to eliminate that uh, problem of having the ball run onto them by trying to win the headers and things like that. But yeah, as soon as he, he was on the shoulder straight away, here we are, this is the attack I was talking about, there you go. Yeah. You know, is this, this... Well, the actual goal he scores, you, if you look at it, you can see the arc, what he yeah. runs. It's That's it's a I mean, really yeah. clever run. I mean, we're blowing smoke up the lad's arse, he hasn't even come on yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there, I mean, that, I mean, I'll just rewind that back a tiny little bit, how static that defence is as well. Um, it, it's border, I'll just go up here for the the corner. You're, you're right, David. Is but I tell you, you need, to, you need to give Owen some credit as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just That's a, not an easy header. No, no. See, um, the, the ball. I mean, it just whipped away like towards him. It was like pinpoint accuracy, wasn't it? It was a beautiful delivery, and credit to Ward as well because obviously Ollie is the set piece taker, and Ward's come in and and stepped up and delivered there. He has. It's a, well, quite literally delivered, hasn't he? He's, uh, it's, it's it's a great ball in, but yeah, I just think. If if you look at the run, I mean, we've got to be looking at the number four. hasn't really done too well there. But um, to get a header with that much power, to beat what is a very good goalkeeper at this level, I think it's uh, he deserves a lot of credit. It certainly does. I think the goal is coming up next. Uh, uh, what about we're scoring from corners and free kicks? I kind of believe this is something that's been our weakness for years. And again, I'm that's not by, by an accident. That's by no. you know careful careful work um, and again I think Mickey said earlier Brackley are no mugs by the way they're, they're a very good side they've only been beaten once this season and I think I'm right in saying hadn't been beaten away from home but look at the press here the energy 
Right, watch the run here. Look, see the how he arcs between the two players. That, that's really clever. Actually, I take it back. He's definitely not offside. <laughs> My worry. Dave, Dave, I, heard, I, heard I heard the commentary, Dave. Uh, yeah. It was definitely his goal, by the way. Yeah, I know. It definitely was. I was worried just in case. Just, you know, you see the defender sliding in on that. But no, he's, as I say, we'll be speaking to him very soon. And it's just been, I say, it's a joy for all of the players. And, and someone put a, a message up there. And dare I say, you know, to go out and pick one at the minute, you, you know, I'm, I, it's, a, it's a strange situation to be in because you can always go, oh, the only thing I would say was a weak link is our strength in depth. We had three on the bench on Saturday. Yeah. That is a little bit worrying. Yes, we went into that game and and did our thing, but a knock here and there, things could have been very different with the depth of our bench on Saturday. That would be the only weak link I would say. Not on the playing side, it would be the strength of off the pitch. Um, so I don't. I'd put that question to you too. What would you? What would you say? I, think, I would agree. Sorry, Mark. Go on. I, I think when everyone's fit. Um, there, there aren't too many. Um, you know, when Mike comes back in into the squad, when Elliot Forbes, who we shouldn't forget, comes back in the squad, and you know, you mentioned Greg Olley and Macaulay Langstaff. That there's a lot of options there coming back in that are all yeah. your class as key players. Um, if you're looking at the squad overall, you know, I know there's talk of Louis Story being the, the kind of backup goalkeeper, but how many times do you need a backup goalkeeper? Jacob Chapman's done very well. That that could be one, but again, I think that. That's something that would re- resolve itself. Um, if everyone's fit, there's options at centre back, but is that a possible one where they could look to bring someone in just to strengthen it a little bit? I don't know, and, and that's not based on anything. That's just me looking at the squad. But I think when everyone's fit, it's it's a strong squad, and it's a functional one. As I said earlier, where people can, you know, your own Bailey's, your um, Jack Hunters can play at centre back. Alex Nicholson can go in there as he did. So that that. Maybe is why they haven't done that because they know that they've got players that can fill in, and players that they, they trust that that can fill in those positions. And also, someone that we haven't mentioned yet is uh, Kedwin Scott as well on uh, Saturday. Just uh, the, the work rate and the, the physicality of him, as well as being a silky smooth uh, forward as well. You know, it, it's just been a, a joy to watch him. Uh, Strutty stuff as well in a gated shirt this season. I think everyone in kind of hope for goals with his obviously his record at um at Heaven, but wow, just an, another workhorse. Look, it, it, it's it's not that. easy being a, being a player that's been part time and, yeah. and moving into full time football. There's a lot of things that, that the impact on your body. You know that you start picking up those little niggles, the little hamstring pulls, and you know calf strains and all that sort of thing, but. Kedwin's managed himself brilliantly. You know, he's went to Carlisle. It hasn't quite happened to him. And I mentioned again that the point to prove, he had a point to prove to Carlisle United. Now, he's gone to Gateshead and he's he's made an impact. He's got himself on the side. I think the two goals on the opening day in the season did him the world of good. Um, and, and I think he'll only get better. He looks fitter. He looks stronger. He looks hungry. And he looks like someone that I think could, could definitely play another level, at very least another level higher. I think he's quality. I really think he's... I mean, I know I'm going to use old players, and Dave will recognise this more than me. He reminds me of a taller Steve Hawkes. He's He doesn't look quick, but he is. He's strong, and he scores goals. Yeah. He's He's been outstanding for me. Certainly. And, I mean, as we're talking about uh, weak links, the only th- thing I think we've got is Someone like Failed will be able to throw in as many players as they want mm-hmm. in January or whenever because they've got the bigger budget. If we get a few injuries, we we could be up to Swanee. That's a, my biggest problem. Well, I know but... we can always see when we've got a full squad. Yeah, when we've got a full squad, but when does ever anyone have a full squad? Yeah, it's a good point, but also as well. Uh... <laughs> Money can help get success, but it doesn't guarantee it. And I think filed the amount of money they've put in, you know, they they'll think, and we know they think, there should have been a football league club by now because that was their aim. They were quite forthright about that. Putting money in only works if you pick the right players, and that's not, you know, there's no guarantee over that. I think if I look at the again, go back to that process of bringing players in, 
I think if the right player became available that Mike and Busted and Louis thought would fit into the squad, they would explore that possibility. But until that player becomes available or is presented to them, then I think they'll go with what they've got, if I'm honest, because they know exactly what they want. It's yeah. been set in place for, for six, seven months now this season. So I think until that player does come available, the, the basically what I'm trying to say a long way of going about saying it, they won't just bring anyone in. Just yeah. for the oh, same no, that. I don't mean yeah. I'm not having to go. No, 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 no. No, I know. I know. Because I, I couldn't be happier the way it's going. But you've got to, you've always got to err on caution. I mean, at the same time, yeah, we're getting excited, but we're only sixteen games in. Yeah. So it's a long, it's a long way to go, and we, we've got a long way to go in the show as well. And uh, we've got our next guest lined up, Mark. It's been an absolute pleasure, and also as well, uh, had the the pleasure of pro- helping produce the Northern Goals uh, show quiz tonight, which I think will be out in the coming days. Very, very good. You'll enjoy that. A lot of gated links. There is a lot of gated links on there. It was good, uh, good fun to put together and uh, an entertaining competition as it was last year. Um, so uh, many thanks for helping, but uh, to everyone on the show, everyone, everyone watching, have a great Christmas, and uh, I hope it's a good one, and a safe one as well. You to too, you too, Mark. Have a good Christmas yeah. to you and your family. Bye. There we go, Mark. Rovers, fantastic to have him on. We've got Paul Black at waiting to come on. <laughs> An advert from our sponsors, and when we come on, we're going to re- uh, well, just before we bring Paul on, we're going to play it for the last time, and then we're going to retire it. Uh, the Paul Blacker ah. video. Uh, so this is a message from our sponsors who we mentioned last week have just took up their uh, another year's sponsorship. So big thank you to them because we wouldn't be able to respond, wouldn't be able to do the show or the commentaries without them. So a uh, big thank you to Northern Print Solutions. Everybody, you might remember me. I'm that ball that Paul Blacker kicked down the town. But look, don't worry, I found a new home, it's lovely. But please like and subscribe to the Heat Army podcast. Don't worry, Paul, I still love you. <laughs> well, Paul, I hope I haven't. Oh, my God. Back and washed up the town. <laughs> I'll oh, never you... ever hear the end of this. No, no, that's it. We're not, we're not gonna um put that on again. That's, we've retired it now. That's it uh, done, yeah. That's it done, that's it done. <laughs> I went after that again. But um Paul, welcome to the show. We've wanted to get you on for a while. How are you doing? I'm good. Um all sound, so back in train tomorrow and then obviously busy Christmas schedule. Yeah, it's uh they come thick and fast now, don't they? And um as I say, but the lads must be enjoying themselves at the minute, especially with the runner form that we're in. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone everyone loves it, yeah. Um, obviously, we're picking up the results on the way as well. And then, obviously, having such a, a good group, it just makes it all that all that better and easier, to be honest. It certainly does. And uh, see, so you've got on the score sheet as well in the past couple of weeks and had a mm-hmm. good showing three as well. Against three Paul. games. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's happening for you at the minute. You must be happy to, to get in you know, and get a run of games, but also find the back of the net. Mm-hmm, definitely. Obviously, goals is a big part of, of being a striker. So, um. Yeah, adding goals to my game and getting more minutes is probably probably what I want to get. Um, but yeah, I'll get there. I think I've, I've still got a little way to go in terms of fitness wise and stuff. Obviously, been like nursing a little niggling injury um, all season. So yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. But I, I feel good at the minute, and I'm, I'll only I'll only get better. I think. Oh, it does say that you can see the improvement on the pitch at the minute, and I'll say we've got obviously the highlights up uh, from Saturday's game, and as I. We started like a house on fire, didn't we, against Brackley? And I was expecting a little bit more from them, but I think it may have just been how we approached the game as well. We didn't give them much of the ball, did we? Mm-hmm. I think that's the way we want to start games, especially at home, obviously, being unbeaten. Um, we don't want to change the way we play to, uh, to suit anyone else. We, we we go out there straight away and from the first from the from the first whistle we're, we're on it. So um 
maybe took them a little bit by surprise, but I just think that's the that's the intensity that the lads have got. Um, probably should have done better there, to be fair. Oh, well, I was just going to say, did that well, give you... Well, we're going to say that, but you'd be with the wit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did that give you a little bit of encouragement when you knew you had the beating of the defenders there in a foot race? Yeah, yeah, I think I, th- I think um, your first few touches of the games always gives you that bit of confidence as well. So, obviously, when I've got him behind then, I've, I've always thought that I can keep getting him behind here. So, and then, obviously, Bales has played the pass. He's, he's actually just said as well to say... Um, Wardy could never play that pass, and I think you said Wardy, uh, Wardy passed that in the commentary. Yeah, so I think he's trying. He wants a bit of credit for that one. Like, oh, sorry, apologies there. <laughs> I, I thought it was Ward that day. I was getting excited. That's what it was. But, um, he cannot just leave it, can he? he nah. Can it, nah. <laughs> He wants the credit, man. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know one thing I, I did I did message uh, Wardy and tell him that uh, during the commentary in the second half when he come over to take a, a, a corner, I said he comes strutting over like a, majest- a majestic stallion. Um, I was hoping <laughs> it was going to in the commentary, but it wasn't in the highlights. Uh, uh, it's what he thinks he is like. Yeah. Majestic <laughs> stallion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you Probably once put the stud. Yeah, <laughs> he thinks he's a stallion. But um, we're about to say the obviously that your goal here, and um, but this is a corked run. This mind. Yeah, I mean the, the amount of times we've seen the the, the front three or the, who's up there press the way they have and just create something out of nothing, and then obviously you did the hard work there. I was worried in case it was going to go down as an own goal at first. Nah, never going um, down as an own goal. That yeah, <laughs> just when I seen them sneaking <laughs> in, but you must have been buzzing with that one. Yeah, I think it's the first one at home I've scored the season as well. I think every other get, every goal I've scored's been away, so it's just nice to nice to get one at home as well. I think it is. I mean, that put the bed. I mean, Fozzy last week for me put the bed that penalty, but that mm-hmm. one there definitely put it to bed. Well, you said you were going to give us a couple of the backside of it on Saturday, didn't you? Uh, well, I said that. I, <laughs> I said, I, was it the cup tie? I said it, and you scored in that one, and now maybe it's <laughs> such saying yeah. every day, you. <laughs> so are you in on Christmas Day as well? Oh, um, we're off Christmas Day. We're getting Christmas Day off. Um, we're in obviously the day before, and then but we'll probably we'll have to do something to get out, get out, and um, k- uh, keep our legs moving. Just just obviously before the game. Because I thought you'd the game's the, dob- the derby's over. Um, the derby's over. Christmas are important. Um, it's something we've not like, done not done too well in the past. So we'll be hoping to take full points. I don't know if I was offside. There was that. I think you might have just been like... Uh, I I'm said you sure. weren't. I'm not <laughs> telling you what I called the referee and linesman. <laughs> I, I said he was onside referee, honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think I give the linesman benefit of the doubt there. But um, but uh, just talking about recently in general, or obviously the cup run as well, that must have been something nice as well because the build-up and then I'm sure you've watched it back, uh, you know, how we were portrayed and how we... How we how we portrayed ourselves as well. We, we, you know, we didn't look like those three leagues apart between us and Charlton in that game. Um, now I think obviously going through the rounds against Alti and then um, I think it, it gives the lads a massive boost when you can go to places who are doing decent in leagues above as well. Um, obviously it gives you confidence to go into, go into every game thinking that you can beat them. Um, and we do that every game we go into, I think we've, we've all got the confidence that we can, we can turn up and, and put on a good performance and probably beat, beat whoever's in front of us. So, um, yeah, obviously the cup run was good and it was good to be a part of as well. It was a good experience. So, um, yeah, so we can only take positives from it. And then, um, yeah, it was all good. So what's so, it like playing under the gaffer? Oh, Mike's mint. Um, aye, he's, he's, he's very good, Mike. Very good. It's, is he a shouter when he needs to be or is he calm all the time? Yeah, yeah, no, he, 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 can, he, can, he can have a shout, yeah, but... I think it's all it's all positive. Obviously, he, he shouts when he knows that knows that things can be better, and it's it's of our doing. I think some of the goals we've conceded or whatever this year, um, it's just down to down to us. It's not a team's breaking the down. So, um, yeah, we're, we're always working on what we can improve on, and then and he's always trying to uh, say what we can improve on as well. So, um, Mike's very good. So we'll just um, we'll we'll carry on the the good run. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on a always Meg. Oh, busted smeg. <laughs> Has he got over it yet? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be on link. Uh, As, um, the finish would have been better after, but, you know, I'll yeah. take it. You've done the um, hard work. Just make him look a fool. <laughs> <laughs> on a personal note, though, um, obviously, 
last season you're on loan at Blythe scoring goals, then you come back and in the season just obviously it disappeared. Yeah. That must that must have been a bit of a gutter to come back and you know, obviously we are in need of goals as well. You were in form. You must have thought this is my chance to to kneel mm-hmm. down that number nine shirt and be yeah. Um obviously I loved when I went to Blythe, obviously getting the minutes and stuff, I liked it. Um I was doing well. Um and then obviously I got recalled. And then I, I, that when I did get recalled, I was thinking this is my chance now to come back into the side um, and really like sort of put my stamp on the team and, and playing up front. Um, and then obviously the season got cut short again. And then during pre-season this year, I, I was a bit ill. And then obviously I've been nursing an injury at the start of the season as well. So it's not been great so far. But um, yeah, I'll keep working. I'll keep working. I'll get there as well. But, but I mean, so you're going to have to get operated on, Paul? Um, I had an injection, like a, like a steroid injection into my hip. So... So it doesn't feel too bad now, but we'll see how it goes. It's supposed to last for a few months, so yeah. Um, hopefully, it just hopefully it keeps keeps away. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't envy them injections. But um, say with obviously you, you scored a, a five goals so far this season. But we've we've you, I think you probably seen one more talking to Mark before you came on. Um, about obviously the, the the way the squad is at the minute, the unity, the the camaraderie, you know, and and I've I've noticed as well watching yourself on the sub bench or when you're coming off, you're just as happy as if you've scored the goal yourself on on the pitch. That there's no you know sulking or anything from any members of the team that haven't been involved in the ninety minutes. How how I mean I've I've never witnessed it, and you know seeing it at the minute, it it's lovely to see. But what's it like to be in that dressing room at the minute? Um, if we win, I don't score. It's 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 nothing. Um, as long as the three points are there at the end of the game, I think everyone's happy. Um, Buston might always say that the bench is so important. Obviously, um, your your attitude around the starting eleven is important because if you're if you've got a bad attitude, um, it just breathes through the team. So if one person's got a bad attitude or whatever, it just it just spreads across the full team. So I think everyone's just got to stay positive and get around each other. Whoever's starting, whoever's not. Um, and obviously, as long as we're on the right end of the results, then it's then it's all good. Yeah, and as long as there is some... bonuses. What's that, Terry? Is there any win bonuses? Nah. I bet you wish you'd put them in your contract. Then then there's some idiot on the podcast that'll make like a video of your mid- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get hammered for two years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, man. We've ended in fun, Paul. Yeah. Is, um, it's still funny though. <laughs> no, it is funny. It is funny. It's, it's been officially retired. Uh, we'll it's all a good crack, man. We'll have to come up with something for someone else in the team now to make their life. Well, uh, do you see Kedwin's shot on Saturday? Uh, no, that, that's that probably shot in the same area as where mine landed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he heard it, I shouted, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> I, <went> to... <laughs> I thought we had squashed this. <laughs> yeah, we'll have it, 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 it's, it, I, I promise you it will be deleted uh, <laughs> it'll not be on. no it, it really won't, won't. it really won't it will <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be able to come up with something else hopefully <laughs> so you had your Christmas party then Paul yeah we went out we, had, we went out last weekend as a, as a, as a team um, had a good night but obviously um, straight back in there straight back in the went now it's obviously important period so um, um, who, who made a fool of themselves Ooh, I think everyone is pretty half decent to be fair. Uh, I don't think there was much. We didn't get obviously we got back late from um, Farsley and then went out after then. So um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too heavy to be honest. Someone got a pin to get them spelks out Paul's arse. <laughs> He's sitting on a oh, fence, early. Wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's just Christian. not telling we're now, like. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. The, the, the also, as well, they realised how hot I am. If anything goes on Instagram, I'll get it onto the podcast. So they the, the, the hit everything. They hit everything. Well, it's funny you should see that because the lasses will not tell me now neither when I go and watch them. Ah, they know what we're like now. They know what we're like. But, I kind of get now um, the poor blackhead. I kind of get now the lasses. I'll message yeah, you. I'll, I'll get. I'll get to you. You have to come on the night out, we were. Yeah, it'll be. I'll be, be on the floor after two pints, man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> drunk in the wheelchair. Yeah, the dragons run the rest. <laughs> I'd never be allowed back at the at the match if I went out drunk in the wheelchair. <laughs> I've them all. I've run over the tours. So who's the biggest prankster in the dressing room then? Ooh, 
I think it's got to be Wardy. I think Wardy's up there. Wardy likes Wardy likes a mess about life. Um, Bills and Jack, Bills and Jack are just uh, like dumb and dumber. <laughs> two peas in a pod, them two. Oh, he, he could have just set up the next video there, like they're class. Bills and Jack are class. You can't say nothing around Bills and Jack. Yeah. Oh, he's spot on. Right. I think we've got a couple of messages from uh, viewers at the minute. We've got one here from Mr. Luke. It's Oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. One there we are doing. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so from a player's point of view, uh, do you think we can get promoted with this squad? Um, 100%. I don't see. I think, I think, yeah, I do think, I 100% do think we can get, we can get promoted. Um, obviously, it's just keeping up that run of, the run of good form. Um and not getting carried away with where we are. It's just taking game by game. Um, you don't want to look too far ahead of yourself. Obviously, I think only how many? 15 games we've played or something. Um, so you don't want to get too carried away. There's still a lot of games left. But obviously, if we keep on the good run, there's no there's no reason why we shouldn't. And, uh, well, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but Joe's saying hat trick against Blythe. <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it certainly would. It would be. Yeah. Uh, would be I'd, nice. re- I'd retire that ball for definitely. I would like... I would like that one. I would like that. It's already. But um, I say, Paul, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. And uh, apologies about that video. But uh... <laughs> No, it's absolutely fine. Thank you. Good with that. Have a nice Christmas. <laughs> yeah, hey, you have a good Paul, Christmas as well. Best of luck on, on Boxing Day. Yeah. I'm going to say exactly the same as I normally say. If you don't score, I'm going to kick him at the arse. <laughs> okay, you do that. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> really fast and you're a bit flabby so he's it's never gonna flabby. happen I'm, I'm, I'm a fat old get that's the truth <laughs> <laughs> well on that note Paul enjoy your Christmas dinner thanks very much you, you too you. Bye bye. have a good Christmas mate thank you bye there we go Paul Blackett there lovely to have him on um, saying uh, we are officially going to retire that video um, and I've got a, a message off Mark Carruthers saying that was harsh it's the first time he's seen it so <laughs> Apologies. Um, but like and subscribe, everybody. Hello, everybody. Remember to like and subscribe and share the show. And I'm going to be getting the green screen out shortly to make some videos. But uh, talking about videos now, um, Owen Bailey, uh, same man of the match on Saturday, spoke to KSFC TV on YouTube. If you don't already like and subscribe them, do that. And uh, you'll get these videos as soon as they come out. When the, the lads reflect on that result and performance, uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a massive massive result. Um, I think the performance on the whole was a good one. Uh, there were spells where we probably didn't quite have as much of a foothold as we, as we wanted to, um, but you know, started really well, really bright, uh, created a few chances, and then obviously we've scored two goals and. We never really looked back from there, and I think I just thought the, the character of the lads really came out. You know, we're missing two big players for us, um, Maka and, and Greg, and um, I think we, we dug in without them. You know, you touch on obviously getting a, a couple of early goals there. I mean, how much of an impact do you feel like getting those sort of early ones had on on sort of the rest of the game, really? Yeah, um, I think that's a habit we've kind of got. We seem to score a few early goals, and you know, it helps a lot because. Sort of changes how how the opposition um, sort of set up and how how they they then have to come out, which sort of sort of suits us. Um, so I think obviously scoring early really changes the dynamic of the game and it, it helps a lot. Um, so if we can keep scoring early, then it'll help along the season. Uh, a first for yourself since joining the club. I mean, how's it feel on a personal note to, to get on the score sheet as well? Yeah, buzzing. Um, me and Louis have a. I laugh about when I'm back for corners and stuff. Um, I've been bugging them to go up, um, but I'm just happy that obviously one of them went in. Um, so hopefully I'll be up more. Um, but just happy that I, obviously I could score, but I'm happy that the, t- the team won. It was all about the result today. Um, everyone knew that, and I'm just buzzing that, that we got the win. In terms of the second half, maybe not as, as many chances, sort of either side really, but a pretty resolute performance limit. And Brackley, I think they didn't really create sort of too much from. From their point of view, I mean, at half-time, was the message kind of keeping it tight or are you still looking to, to try and add to the two goals you already have? Uh, I think we're always looking to, to push on. Um, I think the way we play, you know, high energy, um, trying to try to make it difficult for, for the opposition. Um, I think that's just sort of over 90 minutes, you know. We want to be relentless and we want to always be on the front foot. Um, so I think the, the message was obviously just sort of keep doing what you are and obviously keep trying to add quality to that um, and sort of stay on the front foot. And I think that was sort of what we did in the end.
and in terms of the, the three points, obviously always a, a welcome one to get a win, especially on home turf. Keeps the the hundred percent home record in the league going as well. But how is it, especially against a team who are still top of the league, and it puts you, I think, two points behind Brackley with a, a couple of games in hand on them. Yeah, um, as long as we can sort of keep doing our bit, we're just taking things game by game, you know. Um, every game at home we go into, we feel like we can win. Um, like you said there, you know, our home, home record is really good um, and hopefully we can, we can keep that up. Um, but, I mean, it's a bit early to be looking at uh, league tables and stuff, but we're just taking things game by game and if, that, if that's putting them in the right place, then we're, we're doing the right things. Well, I was talking away, giving it the big licks there. I forgot to turn the mic back on. Um, that was uh, Unveiling Talking to Gator FC TV. Remember, do like and subscribe them on all social media for Gator Football Club. You'll get them interviews first. And also as well, like and subscribe us on all of our platforms. You'll find us by searching Heat Army Podcast on all social media apart from TikTok. And I'm not getting involved in that game. Uh, can barely walk, never mind dance. So... Uh, we've got a little bit of housekeeping here. We've got uh, one second. I'll bring this up. The Gates at Soul. There's a uh, match ball from the FA Cup, a raffle. Um, so if you want to follow the Gates at Soul social media accounts, there'll be links to go and buy the tickets on the, I think it's a GFC shop, where you can, I think it's £2 a ticket, yeah. and the draw be made. I don't know if it's Christmas Eve or day before Christmas Eve, but still time to buy your tickets, and uh, what a bit of history to have there, and lovely... Uh, uh, packaged as well i think that's absolutely fantastic and also as well friend of the show friend of ours he's always uh, a never present listening to nearly every show and interacting but we'll give him a, uh, a birthday shout out arvid happy birthday to our norwegian birthday, uh, fan the, the uh let's say the the viking so there he is happy birthday to him um right and oh well, we've got a message here from <laughs> if paul had a chicken balty pie in his hand i bet you'd catch him mickey <laughs> well, I'm not being chicken funny. Oh, it was absolutely all the chicken and leek. Oh, I mean, I'm going to put this picture up again, but <laughs> look at that pie porn, pie porn. Oh, <laughs> that absolutely oh, stunning, guys. They certainly are, and also as well for that special Gator fan in your life, get onto the Gator C website, uh, club shop. By yourself or some the person that you love, a gated top. Look at that. They look very smart, but also buy a pie. <laughs> wow. If only you could order them in the club shop. I know, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Uh, if, 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 uh pies for delivery, please. Yeah, if if uh, Dixons want to send a pie over for live on the podcast, we'll 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 gladly eat them uh for the pie fetish people out there. Um so <laughs> I'm sure there is some. There's, there's a fetish for everything these days. Um, right. Don't, don't go to Google, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, as well, uh, our next show we think will probably be on Wednesday, the 29th. Um, we'll, in between the uh, Dalton and Blythe game. Uh, so we'll, we haven't got that set in stone yet. We'll see what happens over Christmas. Fingers crossed. Games are on, and we don't have. Uh, uh, things go back the way they were, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. And Roger Ely's put no calendars this year. We haven't done them for a while because the club started selling them, and we don't want to. Um, club stores. Yeah, it it uh, we'd rather that money goes to the club. Um, we don't really make any money on them <laughs> at all. It's just enough to get them printed. Yeah. So and we are going to try and do mugs though in the new year. We'll try and come up with a decent mug. Um, so say we haven't done one of them in about four years, have we? I think Scott Barrow was the last mug, and yeah. um, they've always been very popular. So hopefully people can do that. And if results go away, we could be top of the league. I will faint. Uh oof. imagine well, it. If we yeah. win on Saturday on Boxing Day, we could go top of the league if results go for us and results go the opposite way. Our dear friends from Northumberland will be sitting on the bottom. Oh, well, apparently the club aren't doing them uh, either, as far as I can see. Well, we used to do season calendars. It would be from August, August to, to May, to May um, with the fixtures in. So it would be a bit pointless doing that now and really 
I don't think in 10 days we could get it all printed and ready to sell. <laughs> but even though Northern Solutions are very, very good, um, I think we'd be just uh, really, it wouldn't be a very good product if we rushed it uh, from our end with the design. So, but yeah, uh, maybe next season um, we'll we'll look into that and say definitely merchandise with a, a new mug because uh, I think we've done have we three or four mugs we've done in the past. Yeah. So hopefully sure. we can do it again. They're always uh, great for the loved one in your life. Um, I've, I've got a few in the house here, but uh, the early ones are smashed. I've oh, at work. What a I've nightmare. Um, we're still hoping to have a family podcast. I know Meg is well up for it, uh, Kedwin's grandma. Uh, we've got to get the Bailey's involved. We've got to get the Ollie's involved and any other family members that watch Thanks. as well. I think there's families I was there. We've got to get them on. We're going to have to. Ex-cases player as oh. well. Oh, I've just had an idea. A family heed quiz. Oh, which family knows the most? Uh, family fortunes type of thing. Oh, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> From each family, we'd have them all lined up on the screen. It'll be great. So we're going to be reaching out for that, like, we're going to see. See. But That'd yeah. Good if we do them. Get, get all your embarrassing photos of the players. Oh, I which players this when they were younger. Oh, that's what would oh, it's just writing itself. This it uh, is, it certainly is. Um, but uh, please do send in your messages as well. Uh, any predictions for over uh, the new year? Also, if you've got any, send any messages to any of your friends and family, we'll read them out. Why not? Uh, we're, we're, we're all right, we're not going to open the phone lines, uh, because uh, too dodgy. Yeah. Um <laughs> but also as well, I just wanted to say is um obviously we've been doing this a year now, um, the video podcast. Um we, we have been able to add different strings to our bow with it with interviews and, and and match footage and different things that we've been able to record in pre-season. But with uh, the, obviously this we're still not back to normal, normal, or will we ever see that again? It, do, it does kind of restrict us on some of the things that we can do, especially at the moment. We we are hoping in future to to get like more fan interviews and you know maybe get a, a few people together and, and do a recording and then play it out on the show. And there we go. Um, I need to make my return, says Mister Luke. We will, we will. Um, but it's just it's we've got to want to do it right where it's you know good content, and that's always what we want to do. Um, and we're always striving to get guests from the club. We don't, like, as I said to Mickey, we said it a lot of times, we, we don't like to reach out to the management of the club too much because we want to keep your powder dry. Um, as I say, we could get them on and make a pain of ourselves and, you know, don't want to do that. Uh, so we want, I think we spoke to nearly all the players. I think there's maybe one or two we haven't spoke to yet. And that's just the way we want to do it. We want to, you know, and have the fans talking. It is a fans podcast. We work closely with the club, which is fantastic. They give us permission to have the players on, and we're very, very grateful for that. But what we do ask in return is that you like and subscribe to all of the club's social media. Find out when it is. Try and drag someone down to the game. It, you know, it's an honour to put the commentary on, but it's best to be at the game. Um, you know. Just on Saturday alone, we had um, people listening from, oh, God, I think it was British Columbia. Uh, we had uh, over there from Dan Siva. There was France, um, some woman in Lanzarote uh, listening in. You're reaching far and wide, but you know, it's if you are local, please do try and get down to the game if, if you're able to, because the, them lads deserve your support at the minute. They'd serve a full stand and to, to have another crowd over a thousand, especially with the climate, what's going on in the media. I said to Mickey before the game, I was worried in case it was going to be a 500 uh, crowd, but people trickled in and it was over a thousand. And it's just credit to the, the players, it really is. Mr. Lucas, what are you doing commentary for Blythe? I am for the home fixture. Um, so and they'll have the mixer one for the away one. Yeah, and I, I imagine in between we might be able to get Niall on as well, who does the commentary for Blythe, and I believe he's the assistant media manager up there at Blythe now. So we'll we'll speak to him. We'll have him on behind our enemy territory, and uh, chat in between the in between the games. Of course, three big games coming up: Dalton, Blythe twice. What a week! Uh, we say if we win another game, it's going to get exciting, but it is. It's it it just keeps getting more and more exciting, and uh, you know. 
just the next game's the the next in, the the most important one. <clears throat> Definitely. Can I just have a shout out? There's a there's a couple of people who are, like David Tron, David Hebby, who's becoming more regular. I mean, Dave Hebby's been coming a while. Was a, one of the mates called Steve. He's he's a proper cockney. He's he's moved up here about a year ago, and he started watching Gated, and he is absolutely loving it. To the point where he's trying to finish work to get the away games on a Saturday. That's well, how much I've, loves I've noticed on social media, there's a lot more people like, tagging us in tweets, um, you know, enjoying the game or putting up photos and anything we see, we'll, we'll, we'll retweet, you know, and it, it, there is a lot more, um, you know, people taking notice, which is, which is beautiful. The FA Cup run will have something to do with that. The league form will have something to do with that, but the fans have something to do with that. And that's the thing, because we've all been sharing it. We all keep doing it. And we all keep sharing and retweeting. It's just got to keep doing, keep it. doing it. That's what pushes it out. That's what pushes the, the club out. And, um, let's say we've got a message, um, from uh, Jack Bannum, the, the Brackley fan, uh, he goes. Do you want a quick five-minute chat? Uh, we'll go on and we'll get. I'll send him a link. Um, we'll see if we can get him on. Um, but yeah, it, as I say, it's it's that's what it is. Everyone's just got to keep doing their thing. Uh, what's that? Let's say I'm going to try and catch up with a word of JJ before the Boxing Day game. Um, yeah, well, that's another thing. JJ deserves an absolute. Cracking reception from the fans in the in the stand. I would hate to think anybody booed. I don't think they will. No, 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 no. Um, I hope JJ gets an absolutely fantastic reception at the club on Boxing Day. I think I think you will. I'd be very shocked <laughs> uh, if not. Um, we, we had hoped to get Stan Collymore on because uh, he did follow us back and we sent him a message. He read it and then just didn't reply. <laughs> Because he was at the game not the and first, really is he? <laughs> no, not the first, not the first. No, it's a story of my life. But um, um you never know, he might he make uh he might reply. But um, you know, it was we sent him a link there to Jack, see if we, if he wants to come on. We're on for another five minutes. And uh say just uh, not gonna ask for predictions because we, we know what we want, we just want three points and hopefully we can get that throughout uh the, the over the Christmas period. And here is Jack. Hello there, Jack. Good evening. My word, he's, he's in late now. Christ, I mean, he's not a silhouette. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot sorted. Yeah, he's, he's out of witness protection. Um, <laughs> Jack, I know you were listening in on uh, yeah. Saturday, and I, I, I hope I called it as, as non-biased. I thought, I, I thought your commentary was excellent. I did turn it off when it was 2-0. I couldn't be asked yeah. to deal with your <laughs> goal. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, you're honest. Um, I don't know if the five you went and they did say Gateshead are probably the best team we played this season. Mm-hmm. And I will probably back it up. I did watch you on TV against Charlton and you were probably unlucky to lose it that game, in my opinion. I just think there's something about there's something about Gateshead what that you you'll win the league this year. I'll tell you that now. Uh, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. I'm not counting chickens. Thank you very much, Jack. I'll take that. It, 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 it's a strange feeling to go into a game knowing that if we play our game, we're going to get something out of it, at least a draw, you know. And um, we spoke to Paul Blackwood before, and, and he said that, you know, a lot of times we've. Have you played them yet this year? Yeah, we have, yeah. Played them it, twice, lost twice, once in the trophy, once in the league. You must do that. Yeah, two nil and one nil. Can you hear us, Jack? You froze. Hello. Oh, I think he's got a bad connection. Have I, have I look? Can, can you see me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We played five twice. We've lost twice. Once in the trophy and once in the uh, in the league. But apparently, in the league, we were quite unlucky in that game. Even the failed commentator said we were the best team that played this season. So. Oh yeah. my goodness gracious me, we're getting the two. Oh, we've oh, we've locked them. Um, <laughs> see if you can get back on, but uh, as I say, I'm um, gonna ask him with the cricket now. Yeah, oh, didn't have with that. As I say, I, uh, I'm not an avid follower, desperate. but I've seen the scores. Yeah, been absolutely disastrous. Yeah, um, big, but, big for me next week and now, by the way, matey. 
Oh, yeah. We've got boxing here, Darlington, mm-hmm. and your 50th birthday. Oh, well, could what what more present would you want? We've got Jack back here. Did you hear what we said? We said we played filed twice, got beat twice, once in the league and once in the in the trophy. Uh, okay. Um, we were unlucky in the league um, in in that one. Uh, we just uh, just couldn't hit the back of the net. I. The, the, the few who went, apparently you were bet, miles better than five when we played them mm. a month ago. I, just, I think it's just, I just, it's just yeah. a case of hopefully, you know, you, they, you just hope there's no injuries or suspensions because we've got a small squad. Um, you know, and but the big plus for us on Saturday is that obviously we're missing arguably best defender and the manager. Um, we're missing the captain and the leading goal scorer as well. I, I didn't know that. I who's that? Who's the guy who scored the first goal? Uh, Owen Bailey. I, I I rate him so much. I think he's a quality player. Yeah. Um. I think to be honest, I think we've we've been very fortunate to have him. The circumstances have him land on our lap because obviously he's from up here. Got released by Newcastle United and um. You know, he's took up the challenge here and you know I think the the future is very bright for Owen Bailey. I think he's a he's a very good player and we've just seen him develop over the whole season. What what did you make of Brackley on Saturday? Were we a poor side, like they said, or I think it, it, it didn't create a lot, but you're not a bad side. Not a bad side. I, I say that and that's not part. me because you're on. I still I was quite disappointed, but you can see you've got good players in good areas, but yeah. we just played well. Credit to the five Brackley fans that yeah, came and out. That's, they that's got a round of applause. That's one thing what I did want to say. On Twitter, Saturday night, <laughs> don't know who it was. It was Gateshead fan. Did have a go at Brackley, like, saying how bad our support was. Oh, there's always one idiot. Um, yeah. I, I did say to him, I, I tweeted him back, and look, that's what, why, why I tweeted that. I I rate yeah. Gateshead. I rate Gateshead highly. Fans. No, I, during the game, the the the, the Brackley support got a round of applause from the stand. A lot of the stands stood up to applaud them because uh, we've been to games when there's only been a few of us, so we knew that. But back to back to question about Brackley. I thought the first half, I just thought we moved the ball that that well. I did uh, watch. Your, I did watch your highlights, and the pre- your press was just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, just the, the space we got in the first half because of how quickly we moved the ball. Obviously, I expected a, a tougher game in the second half, and we got that. Brackley started yeah. to come. I couldn't understand why they took Mitford off. He looked the most dangerous player in the second half. And yeah. then, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, you can see why Brackley are top of the league. They're, they're certainly not pushovers. I know we we, oh. we scored our goals oh. well in the first half, but the second half, the mid life very hard. I said it, I've said it to most Brackley fans recently. If you told me it's that season, we'll be top of Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. I I would expect us to be around there, but I didn't expect us to be top around the likes of Boston, York, Fylde. Yeah, all them teams that should be there. Yeah. Top of, top of league Christmas Day. Last time we were top of league Christmas Day, we won the league. So, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> but, it, it's going to go down to the wire. I think you know. The, I think the teams are now just starting to pull away the teams that are going to be involved. Um, I think the biggest shock is that obviously York aren't there. I'm not going to complain about that. But uh, by far the worst side I've seen at the stadium. Oh, did you see the day? Um, the fans are in uproar. Uh, there was a yeah, statement put out um, about. Obviously, I don't know what went on with that, but the statement. But then they, they did uh, from the official club account. They did a, a meme from the office about playing slow, and apparently it went down like a lead balloon. Yeah, so the, 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 the media officer down there is is getting pelters at the minute. And it's gonna... <laughs> so... <laughs> but it couldn't happen to a nicer club. But um yeah it's it, it but it's exciting though look at look at us a couple of seasons ago or since we've been talking to you it's been we've had depressing times where the season ended yeah. we, we had the when we first started talking to you when was with the playoffs and it's been yeah. you know it's two years now isn't it 
on a whole, on a whole though, you've got to look at it and go, well, look, both clubs are up there challenging. It's it's nice to be a Bradley and Gated fan at the minute. Yeah, it's just it's good to be top of the league in Christmas for Christmas. If I think oh, don't, get, don't get too comfortable because we'll see what happens on Boxing Day. But um... <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think for Brackley, if we get nine points over Christmas, I know Gateshead have got two games and um, let's let's not look at Gateshead. Let's not look at other teams. Yeah. We've got to get nine points from this. You just got Kevin. Yeah, we got Kevin. He beat them to a four 0 which is. Yeah. Strange, but it's always a fight, feisty affair against yeah, Kevin. It was ours against Blythe. It's always feisty. You can put form out the window, take FA Cup games against Blythe. So, but you would imagine ourselves, Brackley and Fylde will all be aiming for nine points over over this new year. No, because I don't care. I don't care if we win three games one nil. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I could just a win at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how many you win by, you still get three points. Yeah, you could win 1-0 or 5 nil, you still get three points. Yeah. Um, well, Charles, uh, the club photographer, was talking to the Brackley's club photographer. I wonder who had the bigger lens. Uh, he shook my hand. <laughs> well um, I've got a bigger lens than you. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's got a big one on him, and uh, he's got a big camera as well. So... Um... <laughs> But yeah, but no, it's, it's, it's nice. To, it's nice to be in this position. We've had some depressing conversations. I know, obviously, you're on the the wrong end of the result on Saturday. But hey, things are looking rosy. It's, if it's just up there at the end of the season, challenging both clubs, I'll not be complaining because obviously we've we've made friends with you, and you know it's right. it's it's a it's a it's a strange thing that obviously we've you know we've we've, we've had you come on a lot. And now we're up there together. It's uh, it's it's. Uh, I said, I said Friday night, I said, look, Gates said I'm beating at home and we're unbeaten away. Something's got to end. And yeah. It was on the yeah, long that end. Was your, I'm glad it was your away record, though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey. but, well, um, it, it's nice, though. It's nice just to be. It's up. it's great the two were up there. Brackley's top at Christmas Day. We're sitting a couple of points behind you with games in hand. We're hopeful, you're hopeful. The only thing that's that we're doing is a cricket. Thanks, mate. Thanks for getting me depressed. Uh, well, uh, I'm getting depressed myself. I like me cricket now, you know. Well, like, on that note, I might have to. Um, love uh, you. Yeah, on that note, we'll leave it. But I, I'm sure we'll talk to you uh, with the reverse fixture later on in the season. And um, yeah. let's just enjoy it while it's happening because it's nice to be up this end of the league, isn't it? Yeah. All right, have a wonderful Christmas and a new year. Yeah. I'll see you All the best to you and your family. Best, Jack, take care. Thank, you, Thank you very much. There we go, Jack. Well, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, that's on a positive note. You know, we've built bridges with a Brackley fan now, and we spoke to a Brackley fan after the game as well, didn't we? So, uh, when we outside the ground. So, yeah, it, it, it's funny how it's worked out. You know, both teams up there and uh, we've got a bit of a, a bridge built there so it's nice but uh, when it, if it comes down to us and them it's us uh... <laughs> Jack, I was, I'm sure Jack would say exactly the same exactly so... it's you know it, if it was between anyone else you know I, I'd say oh well it's Brackley it's Brackley but right. uh, we head into Christmas now uh, as I say it's, it's been an absolute pleasure it's been a good show yeah. thank you uh, for coming on as ever and thank you everyone that's messaged in and uh, we always say like subscribe follow our sponsors as well Northern Print Solutions uh, we'd love you to do that um, I say with the way things are let's hope it doesn't get locked down let's hope there's common sense used let's hope we all have a lovely Christmas Santa's good to you let's hope the turkey isn't dry and uh, let's hope we give the scum what they deserve. <laughs> like the turkey, they're getting their stuff in. Yeah, I'm not going to gun. I want to win. Yeah. But like you say, it's a derby. Anything can happen. Yeah. Well, let's see. So, we've got, uh, Mick Scully's put, have a good Christmas, lads. Well, yeah. we're going to try. We're going to try. Let's put it this way. You know, we're sitting third in the league, two points in hand on the lead, two games in hand on the leaders, two points behind. It's not a bad Christmas present, is it? And we've had a good FA Cup run, you know. So well done. We... 
to everyone at the club. Yeah. It's been fantastic. Also, as well, just before we go, if you are still with us, if you're watching to the end, why not buy yourself a raffle ticket to try and win an FA Cup same ball? There you go. That's what you want to do. Get it sold, get onto them, and we will see you next week. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye.